The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Um, in terms of like the seniority of the people that you net, net the, the, like the people that you speak with and get on the phone with, like, is it really like that big of a deal if you're never able to like speak to an MD or a VP, like on a certain team in recruiting? Like if you're a lock from the analyst level, like, is that fine? Or like, should you really try to like poll to see if you should like get in touch with like, you know, the highest level you can? What do you mean by if you're a lock with the analyst? Like if you've talked to like, you know, six or seven analysts and then they all, you know, like they bounce you between each other and like, you know, you get referrals to analysts, but like you never really get like any traction with like higher levels, if that makes sense. Because you ask the analysts for higher levels and they just only introduce you to analysts? Pretty much. Okay. Um, I mean, look, I think you said like for, you said for a specific, for a certain team. So what does that mean? Is this like a regional office or is this New York or? Yeah, I guess like for New York or like, you know, just certain banks in general. Because I mean, like in New York, um, there's so many groups, there's so many teams, right? So like if you've talked to six or seven analysts all from the same group, let's say like all from the healthcare group or something, um, it's not like the New York process is like healthcare specific, right? It's more of a generalist process. And so, you know, I think ultimately... Personally, if it were me, I would still try to talk to some more senior folks, even if like the analysts aren't really like referring you to the more senior people. And I understand why I understand why they're not doing that because uh, it's like they're whoever they're referring you to, you know, if it's just their buddy in the bullpen or whatever, I think that's like much easier to ask than like to go to someone more senior and it's almost like they're asking for a favor on your behalf. And like, why would they use up their, you know, political capital in the office that way? Right. Uh, and so you just, you don't want to be the guy that's like annoying your superiors or whatever. So I, I, I could totally see why they wouldn't do that. Right. But like, I, you, you should just, if you really want to talk to senior people, then you can just like reach out to the senior folks yourself. Right. Don't rely on the referral. And you can even say like, um, you can even say in your email, like already spoken to, I guess in this case, six or seven analysts in your group. Um, we really love you know, what I heard from them. And I would love to get a slightly different perspective from someone who's a bit more senior. Uh, and, and so that can be like the reason for why you're reaching out to them specifically, right? Like, so sometimes we talk about giving people a very specific reason for why you chose them so that they are going to be more likely to respond. Cause I, like, okay, I understand why he's out of everyone he could have gone to, why he's coming to me. Um, but the other reason for doing that is also like a lot of times if you reach out to like an MD or something like that, some of them have a tendency to just like forward your email to someone below them. It's like, oh, analyst X, talk to Dave, right? And I'm like, you already talked to that person, right? So like by telling him like, hey, I've already spoken to six or seven analysts or whatever, like I'm also telling him like, basically don't just punt me to another analyst, right? Because I probably already talked to him. 
So you could do something like that. Um, ultimately, like the problem with targeting analysts is that um, unless they are actually like involved with the recruiting process, most analysts don't have that much influence, right? Like, and when I say like involved in the recruiting process, like if you go to a target school for the bank, then there will probably be a recruiting team that's specific to your school. So like if you go to Wharton, then there'll be like a Wharton recruiting team. If you go to like Harvard, there'll be a Wharton, uh, Harvard recruiting team, whatever. And like usually this recruiting team consists of other alumni from your school that are currently working at that bank, right? And it could be like maybe a handful of alumni across various seniority levels. And so if the analyst is like one of the alumni that's on the recruiting team, then yeah, they can have a lot of say in terms of like who actually gets selected and who doesn't, right? They might even be the person that's like helping pick the resume or not. So if you go to a target school, that's like the first thing you should try to figure out when you're networking is like who at the firm is actually on this recruiting team for your school, right? If you don't go to a target school, then you probably won't have like a recruiting team specific to your school. Like there's not enough alumni and also they're not like proactively trying to recruit from there. So then at that point, um, then you're just trying to network with like whoever is willing to talk to you, right? But even then, like, I would probably try to, when you're, when you're researching bankers you talk to, I would try to prioritize going after the bankers who also went to non-target schools themselves, right? Because a lot of times, like, if you reach out to target school bankers, they'll feel like, oh, I can only help the people that are from my school or like that. This is like non-targets are not under my jurisdiction or whatever, right? And the other thing is like, I think that non-target bankers will have more, um, they'll be more, uh, they'll have more sympathy for like other non-target students who always try banking because they were in your shoes before, right? So like, there's like things like that to think about, but like if you're, if you're reaching out to like non-target bankers and whatever, um, then obviously like, I think the more senior they are, because they're not like necessarily part of the formal recruiting team per se, but like, then at that point, like the more senior they are, the more influence you're gonna have, right? For sure, thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.